Yamanuja's harmonium playing transported me back to 1970s in the United States. Security Sidhu Kirtan like that. We couldn't play Madanga like Malapandit though. <laughs> so a few of us have gathered tonight, friends mostly, not entirely. Can you hear me? <clears throat> so I say a few of us have gathered tonight, um, friends mostly. It reminds me of um, a couple of stories. There used to be a temple uh, that uh, in London, uh, Burr Place. In London, yeah, we were the Hashem TV, the Hashem TV, and I'm very pleased. Hi. 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 Inspire the devotees many years ago. But I wasn't there at the time when uh, the devotees made a very considerable effort to organize a program for Prabhupada to speak. I wasn't. And um, nobody came. <laughs> Except for the devotees. Who had organized the program. So Prabhupada gave the lecture. And afterwards, the organizers apologized to Prabhupada that, you know, we brought you here to give lecture and nobody came. <laughs> Maybe you know his response, but he said, What do you mean, nobody? There was Narada Muni and Brahma. <laughs> Wherever there is Harikirtan, Harikata, all the devas and rishis that are coming. Where there is Harikirtan, where there is Harikata, in that place there are 
Puts a little pressure on the speaker. Once um, I wasn't there, but a couple of devotees were sitting on the veranda, um, Sridhar Maharaj's veranda, in the evening. Two devotees and Pujapat Sridhar Maharaj and, and uh, Guru Maharaj was speaking about Prabhupada affectionately. And uh, at one point, uh, Guru Maharaj was very, very moved. He told the story of how of the Alwars in South India, the precursors, poetic mystics. Uh, precursors to uh, Ramanuja, whose poetry and insights uh, he drew his Vishishtadvaita philosophy from. And um, I think three of them were traveling and the monsoon rains came and they got held up in a cave so they spent the evening in uh, speaking about Hari and and at a certain point in the discussion, they all stopped and they concluded and experienced that there was a fourth person amongst them. So perhaps you can appreciate the point. I think in the Bible it said, Wherever three persons gather in my name, I'm present there. Telling the story, Puja Bhatrita Marsh said, I feel the presence of a fourth person amongst us. And of course, it was the person who he was speaking about whom he affectionately referred to as Swami Maharaj. Imagine how the two disciples of Prabhupada who were there with him were feeling at the time. So the point, of course, is just that wherever devotees gather um, and spend their time wisely uh, speaking about Krishna, uh, well, the time is wisely and well spent. And um, Vishnu himself, Krishna himself, was 
likely to be in the audience. That said, since you are all um, appear to be devotees, initiated devotees, or are familiar with uh, with with Gaudiya Vaishnavism, then as I'm speaking these points, you understand that you have a role to play in this. I have a role to play, you have a role to play. If we want to make Krishna and his associates appear. <laughs> we find the same form in the Bhagavatam. There's a speaker. Sukadeva. You know it's asked in the Bhagavatam. Why did he have to study the Srimad Bhagavatam? A very famous verse. You know it? No. He was asked. The answer is very famous. I guess the question is the question is very famous. The question was asked um, actually by um, um, secondary inquirer Shanka uh, of Sutta Goswami. Why did Sugadev, who is Atmaram, Atmaramas Chamunayo Nyaganta Apirukane? That was the, the uh, question and answer, I guess. Uh, so, uh, why did uh, Sukadev, who was self-satisfied, make the effort to study the Bhagavatam? And the verse says, well, such is the nature of the qualities of Hari, that even those who are self-realized, they become attracted uh, to him. And he is the subject of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hari Krishna. But also Although he was self-realized, being attracted to Krishna, he studied the Bhagavatam 
and then he spoke the Bhagavatam and his, it is said that his speaking of the Bhagavatam that is a type of kirtan one of the types of kirtan we have Nam kirtan, Guna kirtan, Lilaku kirtan reciting the Bhagavatam uh, other sacred texts is also a form of kirtan so he learned Bhagavatam from his father and then he spoke Bhagavatam to Parikshit Maharaj and in the context of the speaking he became perfect <coughs> Więc szukamy wam, iż był w pełni urzeczywistniony, czuł pociąg do Dahari i do tematów z nim związanych i zaczął również zaczął recytować Bhagavatam, co również jest kirtaną, czyli chwalaniem Hari. Odnosi się to również do innych świętych tekstów, które również skupione są na nim. On był duszą urzeczywistnioną, samozrealizowaną. Ale aby osiągnąć doskonałość, pełną doskonałość, podjął Harikistanę. Śrelupagostami podaje go za przykład tego, który osiągnął doskonałość dzięki Kirtanie. I oczywiście Parikshit Maharaj, który Parikshit means inquirer, that's your role. Um, he cited as an example of one who became perfect by Shravanam, by hearing. Natomiast Parikshit Maharaj, który był tym, który zadawał pytania, co również jest waszą rolą, on jest właśnie przykładem osoby, która osiągnęła doskonałość poprzez słuchanie. A moment to speak about self-realization may be of interest. Oczywiście obecnie interesującą kwestią jest poruszanie tematu samorealizacji. We are taught throughout the sacred texts uh, that without grace, without a dispensation from the nirguna, from the realm beyond material conditioning, beyond samsara, we cannot traverse from this side to that side. In making this point in his Brihat Bhagavatamrita, Sanatana Goswami admits that at the same time, having said that, that without bhakti, one cannot attain mukti of any kind. Nonetheless, or that said, without bhakti, one could attain self-realization. Zanadam dostanę swoje brychat Bhagavatam Rycie stwierdza, że pomimo tego, iż nie można osiągnąć wyzwolenia bez 
bez wpływu bhakti, to możliwe jest osiągnięcie bez bhakti, osiągnięcie tak zwanej samorealizacji. In Brihad Bhagavatam, in this section, the context is a conversation between, in a debate between gyanis and bhaktas, or between, or between scriptures that advocate gyan and scriptures that advocate bhakti, the personification of those scriptures. Toczy się dyskusja między e, przedstawicielami Giany oraz Bhakti, a można powiedzieć, ściśle mówiąc, są to e, takie uosobione pisma e, traktujące o Gianie i o Bhakti e, i e, przedstawiające wzajemnie argumenty e, na swą korzyść. So the Gianis finally make the point that well, without Bhakti, one can become self-realized. One can experience Atmananda living on the ananda of the atma. Sukadeva was an example of this. To use a different term, he was a jivan mukta. He was in this world, but liberated. Or let us say, he was in the penultimate state, stage before liberation. He had attained a very extraordinary and high state uh, in comparison to the people of the world. So the Bhakti scriptures, they kind of give a sigh and say, yes, it's true. We'll give you that. that without Bhakti, you can attain self-realization. But that's like saying that Poland was in the World Cup and it went into overtime and there was a shootout, they call it a shootout? What? When they have a... Oh, yeah, like, a, like, a, like the goal. Yeah. yeah, what do they call it? Goal. Yeah. A goal thing? Yeah, like they get a score. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Penalty. Not, not penalty, not penalty. The game is tied. Oh, okay, yeah. And then they have a contest 
and they kick, and the other team kicks, and they try to kick a goal. What's it called? A shootout. Yeah. Something. And so everyone is on the edge of the seats, and they lose. <laughs> To przypomina taką sytuację, jak drużyna, polska, polska drużyna narodowa, która ma wygrać e, e, mundial i, i jest rząd karny i, i, i po prostu i, i w pewnym momencie po prostu traci bramkę, albo nie udaje się z So the Bhakti Shastras said, it's like that, self-realization is like that. <laughs> so close to accomplishing the goal, hmm, and you lose. If you come to the stage of being a Jivan Mukta, an Atmaram, but you don't have any ingress of bhakti, then you, you can never achieve the goal of mukti. You came in second place. And if you become upset to hear this, if you're, if you're a Jivan Mukta and you become upset to hear this and you offend Bhakti, then you may never get into the World Cup again. Never have another chance. <laughs> so, of course, Sukadev, he became attracted to Bhakti, he embraced Bhakti. And his method was Kirtan. And so he's speaking the Bhagavatam, and Sanatana Goswami in Breda Bhagavatamrita describes him as in the pursuit of Gopi Bhav. Just a small point for you to consider. Sugadeva Goswami, the speaker of the Bhagavatam, was not a Nityasiddha. He had not attained brain. Still, we think he's pretty good association. <laughs> we were speaking a little bit about this last night. It's become a common practice that uh, everybody's guru becomes like they just landed from Goluk Vrindavan. This uh, subject came up in the context of speaking about Bhaktivinoda Thakur because it was Bhaktivinoda's appearance day and we were speaking about 
his community, Bhaktivinoda Paribar, that we're, we're part of, and how Bhaktivinoda saw himself, how my Guru Maharaj saw himself, how Pujapatrita Maharaj, for example, saw himself. Ten temat jakby pojawił się w kontekście wczorajszego święta odejścia na Dytakury i tego, jak wszyscy jesteśmy opisywani poprzez poprzez jako Bartiwinod Paribarem, czyli rodzinę Bartiwinody Kakurki i jak on sam Bartiwinod opisywał siebie, jak mój guru Maharaj opisywał siebie, jak Bartiwinod Szasidiany Gospami opisywał siebie. For example, Bartiwinod Thakur said about himself, that when I see the kirtan manifest in Navadweep of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates, I see myself there also as a sweeper in front of the kirtan party. And and I see myself as one straw in the room of Bhakti Vinod. When he says that, we think he is so big. If you really feel yourself small, then you're quite big. We like to stay in the world of our mind, the duality there of uh, perception derived through the senses and, and mind because it allows us to think we're big. Even though your, your own intelligence will tell you differently. Mimo iż nasza inteligencja może nam mówić coś zupełnie przeciwnego. And the teaching is that goes through sadhana to come out from underneath the world of mind and see how small you are. Nasze nauki mówią o tym, że aby poprzez sadhana wyjść z tego świata umysłu i zobaczyć tak naprawdę, że jesteśmy nie jesteśmy zbyt wielcy. But when you do that, then you meet a very big friend. So we may be a very small person, but if we have a very big friend, if we have a very big friend, then we are in a very strong position. So. Krishna is, of course, that, uh, that friend. Suridam Sarvabhutanam, he says, I'm the controller of everything, I'm the enjoyer of everything, nothing is meant for you, but if you accept that, then you have me as your friend.
mówi, że jest kontrolerem wszystkiego, jest podmiotem radości, ale jeżeli przyjmiesz to za prawdę, wówczas będę twoim przyjacielem. So to become the friend of the one who knows and owns everything is a very good position. Of course, you, you know these things, these are points that you've heard many times. But the larger point I'm making that you may not have considered, I will reiterate, and that is that Sukadev Goswami, the speaker of the Bhagavatam, hmm, was not, when he was speaking the Bhagavatam, he was not a perfect devotee. Ale chciałbym tutaj powtórzyć ponownie, jakby to w kontekście tego, że Sukadev Goswami, gdy wypowiadał Bhagavatam, nie był doskonałym bhaktem. But he was so absorbed in perfecting himself through kirtan. That he was by that qualified to answer the inquiries of Maharaj Pariksit adequately. Ale był tak dzięki temu pochłonięciu Kitana był na tyle kwalifikowany, aby móc odpowiedzieć na wszystkie pytania Parikshita. So we have to give some credit to the not only the speaker but the inquirer. Because the speaker and the questioner were equally interested in the subject. We have the great uh, work Srimad Bhagavatam, which is considered the very heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Of course, it's said to have already been written by Vyas, but now it's respoken by Sukadev. Vyas is in the audience, his guru Nard is in the audience, hearing Sukadev speak and still learning something from Sukadev. So settings like this are meant to follow in the spirit of Srimad Bhagavatam and uh, what I'm telling to you is speaking to you about is the, is the potential of such a gathering of sincere uh, inquirers, inquirers and even an unqualified speaker. Mm-hmm. 
iść w kierunku tego rodzaju, czy być takim, jako widzieć w tej, w tym, w tej recytacji Bhagavatam pewien rodzaj modelu mówiącego i odbiorcy, mimo iż ten, który daje wykład, może nie być w pełni kwalifikowany do tego, by go dawać. So I'm, I'm not a perfect uh, speaker. Therefore, I'm asking you to play your part and inquire. Dlatego proszę was, abyście wy również odegrali swoją rolę i zadawali pytania. Are there any questions? Czy są jakieś pytania? Very good. Guru Maharaj, sometimes we hear that Shukadev Goswami is the parent of Radha. The what? Is the parent of Radha in the Gita. Mm-hmm. So that he, he would be a Nitya więc pytanie brzmi, skąd ta historia, czy skąd takie zrozumienie pochodzi? This is the Bhava perspective. To jest punkt, to jest punkt widzenia Bhavy. Not uh, Tattva. Ale nie jest to Tattva. If Sugadev is an Ittisida resident of Braj, the whole point of the Adarama Sloka that is kind of a central hub around which the Bhagavad orbits hmm? the seventh chapter beginning of the seventh chapter of the first canto it all falls apart Wówczas werset Atma, Atmarama, wokół którego jakby jest, który jest takim centralnym, tak centralną osią, czyli nad Bhagavatam, który zawarty jest w siódmym rozdziale pierwszego kanta, wówczas on po prostu nie ma racji bytu. Wszystko się jakby, nie, ta oś przestaje istnieć. The Bhakti transcends Mukti. Um, among other things that I was just I've been explaining is illustrated very strongly in that that uh, in the idea that Sugadev is not a perfectly realized person. The idea that um, that bhakti is superior to mukti um, is, among other things, is illustrated very powerfully uh, through the idea that Sugadev was a jnani and he became attracted to bhakti despite being in the otherwise thought of high position. Wówczas nie można było przedstawić tego punktu, w którym Sukadev, który był już urzeczywistniony Gnianin, nie uległ wyrokowałby Bhakti. Nie można by było wtedy stwierdzić, że Bhakti jest właśnie nadrzędny w stosunku do Gnianin. So, the idea that he was 
actually a nityasiddha from Golok and so forth. This is not how uh, uh, he's depicted in the Bhagavatam. So I looked for a long time for any reference to the idea that Sukadev, Sukha means also parrot, so that Sukadev was the parrot of Krishna in Braj, he heard the Bhagavatam, Krishna left the world, he turned into Sukadev by flying into the mouth of Parvati while Shiva was speaking the Bhagavatam because, well, Parvati fell asleep during the fifth canto and Shiva said, do you understand? The parrot said, yes, yes, yes. And then when Parvati woke up and Sugadeva and Shiva had already gone through the tenth canto and she said, oh, I missed it. I missed the tenth canto. Hmm? That's the only part I was interested in. And she realized she had been asleep and said, well, who's been saying yes? So it was the parrot. And then he thought, an unqualified person who just parrots hmm, should not hear the Bhagavatam and then go parrot it around like this because it should be spoken with realization. Therefore, he, he tried to capture the parrot, but the parrot flew into the mouth of... of uh, flew, flew away and into the mouth of Vyasa's wife hmm? and then came out in Sukadeva. That's, so there's a story like that. But I looked hard to find a scriptural reference for that for, for quite some time. w której jest mowa o papudze, która wylatuje z ust Parwaty, tak? I tam jest jeszcze kilka innych kwestii, które ilustrują to, że nie należy powtarzać czegoś jak papuga, tylko ze zrozumieniem i tak dalej. Spróbowałem znaleźć odniesienia do tego, ale nie ma potwierdzenia w żadnych wersetach. So I found it in the bhava of Anandi's commentary on Prabodhana Saraswati Thakur's Chaitanya Chandradaya Ch- Chaitanya 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 this is a, a, a book composed by Saras, uh, Prabodhananda Saraswati. Many, many beautiful verses glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And there's an old commentary by a devotee who just refers to himself as Anandi. And Bhakti Sarantasarasthi Thakur liked his commentary and he published it. 
Bakisylanta Saraswati, Saraswati mu bardzo podobał się ten, ten komentarz i on go opublikował. So I've studied that commentary. And at the outset of the commentary, he makes this reference. And he refers to uh, in uh, early uh, verse in the invocation of Brihad Bhagavatamrita. And I don't remember the details, but I believe he, based on the tense in which Sugadeva was glorified, he makes this ecstatic or emotional bhava projection that Sukadev is, is actually uh, from a resident of Braj and um, I'm not sure if he gives the parrot idea maybe but it's very very brief and as I say this is his uh, given his status as a very qualified devotee such feelings can be honored even though the text of Brihad Bhagavatamrita itself as I'm mentioning with the commentary of Sanatana Goswami later on describes Sukadeva Goswami as a sadhana siddha cultivating in the context of his kirtan Gopi Bhav well Generalnie chodzi o to, że, że jakby tekst ten opisuje pewien rodzaj, pewien rodzaj pewnego nastroju, który oczywiście należy traktować z szacunkiem, ale jest to, jest to wyraz po prostu pewnego nastroju. After all, um... The goal is bhava. So if your commentary has bhava, it must be right. <laughs> Generally, of course, bhava will arise out of the tattva. <laughs> so we need to get the tattva right. If the so-called bhava doesn't correspond with the tattva, then it could be questionable. But I think we should deal with Anandi's commentary with some regard. He had had a feeling. And his, his spirit behind it was to glorify the Bhagavatam. 
a duch, jaki temu wszystkiemu przyświecał, to było gloryfikowanie Bhagavata. So I, 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 now that, that story was told in contemporary times, I think, by, by um, Bhaktivedanta Narayan Maharaj. He said it was in some place somewhere. <laughs> I know another devotee who couldn't find it anywhere and then he concluded this is wrong. Znam pewnego bakta, który nie mógł nigdzie znaleźć źródła tego, tej informacji i w końcu stwierdził, że to jest błędne. He wrote an article about it. Napisał na ten temat artykuł. So when I found this and the implications of it in Anandi's commentary, I sent it to the disciples of Narayan Maharaj. I said, you can use this, must be where Gurudev got this from, so you can use this as some kind of reference to support his words. It's right and it's wrong. But, um, it's possible to go both. Można powiedzieć, że to jest i właściwe, czy to jest, to jest prawda i nieprawda jednocześnie. If maybe to make a particular point and emphasis it could be employed, but I think the larger and important type of point is the one that I've brought out that is more uh, uh, central to all of the Gaudiya discourse. The position of Sugadev is one of a devotee in progress through Kirtan and in his case in pursuit of Gopibhav. Więc e, oczywiście te, to, to spojrzenie na Sukadowego Swamiego e, może mieć jakiś sens w konkretnym przypadku, ale jakby ta idea, e, e, postrzeganie go przez większość Godiów to jest właśnie e, widzenie go jako osoby, która nie jest w pełni doskonałym baktą, który się rozwija i ten rozwój następuje poprzez Kirtanę i on dąży do Gopibhawy. But the point of Sugadev is, is being a, a, a sadhana siddha, a work in progress, is, is a very good point to consider in our contemporary times. I heard a couple of criticisms of myself recently. One criticism was from a sector that was um, prided itself in being very much interested in Rasa. Jest jedno, jedno źródło, to by pochodziło od osób, które bardzo są zainteresowane tematem rasy. And they said, oh, Swami yes, he's nice, but he's, he's too intellectual. I ten krytycyzm, słowa krytyki brzmiały, że no, Tripuralis Fan to naprawdę miła osoba, ale on jest przeintelektualizowany. The other criticism came from another group, whose tends to think that 
One should not be very rasic. That'll be a problem. Here in Poland now, the apparently the files for Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, as it is in Polish, have been lost. So perhaps the criticism came when someone suggested, well, we're translating Tripurari Marsh's edition into Polish. We can use that. Perhaps the criticism came when someone suggested that as a solution to the problem. And the reply was that his Bhagavad Gita is very nice, but it's too rustic. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's important, and I made this point last night, that the devotees learn to tax their intellect in Krishna's service. This is actually a form of worship. Krishna says in the Gita, those who study this conversation to myself and Arjun in every way, they worship me with their intellect. And if you don't use your intellect properly to study the tattva, then you will not be able to, to determine who's advanced and who's not advanced. You won't enter into sadhusanga with uh, the uh, necessary discrimination to be able to draw from it um, or to avoid it when it's only an apparent form of sadhusanga. If you don't have nishta, then how you your ability to discriminate spiritually will be lacking. And 
you might have made the mistake of accepting Sukadeva as your guru. Mm-hmm. Made the mistake of accepting Sukadeva as your guru. <laughs> to make such a statement is a big mistake. Mm-hmm. You had a question? Yes, Maharaj, uh, I would like to refer to one of your comments. And this comment was devoted to Prakata and Prakata Riva. Mm-hmm. And you gave an example that Nitya Sikhas, they play the role of Sadakas. So, th- so they, um, they more, um, I wouldn't say teor- uh, they, they put too much theory, they experience of, of spiritual war, but they don't give it the first hand um, uh, description of it because they play around with sadakas, those who are becoming perfect. And you gave an example also from Tom Kampo, uh, Shima Bhagavata, mm-hmm. that Krishna was, was showing um, uh, to Gopas uh, himself, person like Vedas, but he just hide them so they couldn't see themselves there, being on, on Goloka. So my point is, so if uh, Aprakata and Prakatalidas uh, are just running simultaneously, so who is playing in uh, the role of Nitya Siddhas in the uh, Aprakatalila uh, when they are busy with the Prakatalila? You want to say it in Polish? Więc Guru Maharaj poczynił taki komentarz dotyczący Prakata i Aprakatalili, czyli przejawione i przejawione. Powiedział, że Nitya Siddhowie, wbrew takiej obiegowej opinii, to nie są osoby, które opisują Golokres pierwszej ręki, bo ktoś mógłby powiedzieć, że to jest Nitya Siddham, to znaczy, że tam jest, był i potrafi to opisać z pierwszej ręki, ale tego nie robią. Dlatego, że grają rolę sadaków, to znaczy, że, że bardziej ekologizują, niż opisują z pierwszej ręki. Więc w takim razie, jeśli te dwie wile odbywają się równolegle, to kto, jeśli oni są zaangażowani w tą przejawioną linę, w tym samym czasie bierze udział w tym nie This is a very um, theologically high uh, point. To jest taki bardzo zaawansowany teologicznie temat. But um, it's a point raised by Jiva Goswami and Krishna Sandarbha. He basically explains that the Prakatlila and the Aprakatlila are simultaneously going on. And Krishna's eternal associates are simultaneously involved in both of those leelas without knowing that, that, that they're in both places at the same time. He cites the example of the uh, uh, residents of Vrindavan asking Krishna to show them where they will be in their next life. I przytacza taki przykład, gdy mieszkańcy Wrindawany pytają się Kryszny o to, gdzie będą znajdować się w swoim kolejnym życiu. The implication of which is they don't know that in another form of themselves they're simultaneously participating 
in the uppercut Leela. And in order not to disturb their sensibilities in the Prakat Leela, when Krishna shows them Goloka, he hides their representation there and shows only himself. And then they think that, that they will go there and, and be his associates. Not realizing that they're already simultaneously there in another form and, and uh, neither that form knows about the Prakat Lila or the Prakat Lila doesn't know about the Aprakat <laughs> So in answer to your question, just at that moment he hid them, otherwise they're there. And in the Prakat Lila, they aspire then to enter the Aprakat with Krishna. In the Aprakat Lila, they remember that they were in the Prakat Lila. They don't know that they're also there. <laughs> but in their smarnam, remembering the Prakat Lila, they are preoccupied with the Prakat Lila, whereas, whereas the devotees in the Prakat Lila are preoccupied with going to the Aprakat Lila. So, um, we look at, if we look at the setting in Gopal Champu, setting is the Aprakat Lila. In the window of that Aprakat Lila that Jiva Goswami shows us is a window in which the inhabitants of the Aprakat Lila are preoccupied with remembering, hearing about, and meditating on the Prakat Lila. To, e, e, okno, można 
Ambrakata Lili, które Andrzej Agostoni pokazuje nam, to pokazuje tych mieszkańców Aprakata Lili, którzy skupiają się na Aprakata Lili. So, it's a big topic, a very interesting topic, but that's the answer to your question. To jest taki, to jest naprawdę bardzo ogromny temat, wielki temat, ale no, odpowiadam w ten sposób, jak Rukumasami makes the point which will Nilmani that Krishna is in the Aprakat Lila, but in order to perform and taste a special form of Madhurya Rasa, he comes to he manifests the Prakat Lila. And the idea that the Prakat Lila offers a um, an opportunity, an environment to taste a special variety of Madhurya Rasa is also supported in things that he has written in Vidagda Madhava and Alita Madhava. I to ta chęć doświadczenia tego szczególnego smaku, który obecnie jest w Katalini, również potwierdza ta, ta, ta informacja potwierdzona jest również w Lalita Madhava. Madhava. Lalita Madhava. But as I'm speaking now, this is the beginning of making a case in support of Jiva Goswami's position about the Madhurya Rasa in Golok being Swakya and that being supported by Rupa and so forth. So. That's a very big theological uh, discussion. Yes. So, uh, is it, can you compare the situation of Aprakata and uh, Aprakata Bhaktas? Uh, can you compare it uh, to, for example, Vasudeva, the father of Krishna, who sometimes knew that Krishna was God and sometimes he didn't know that? He, was not, he didn't realize that. No. Nie. Not like that. Mm-hmm. The we are talking about the residents of Braj. And Vasudev is a uh, has bhakti for Madhuresh Krishna, Mathura. Uh, 
So in Mathura, there's some mixture of the Braj Bhav and Aishvarya. That means his bhav is affected by 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 Aishvarya. There is greater Aishvarya that's manifest in Braj, but it doesn't affect the bhava of the devotees there. So they they can't consider Krishna God, or if they do, they. It's, it's not of much consequence to them. But the Baba Vasudeva is, is affected by Aishwarya, so when Krishna manifests Aishwarya at birth, Vasudeva couldn't see him as a son, and he had to step back and offer prayers and so forth. So, while there, it can be argued that there is some difference between Braj and Aprakat and Braj in the Prakatlila, the difference isn't that in Aprakatlila the Bhav is affected by Aishvarya or the, the, the knowing that Krishna is God that sometimes affects Vasudev's Bhava. They, the setting is different than it. They know they're liberated. But they think the nature of liberation is what happens in Braj. Where they worship Vishnu. So Nanda Maharaj is a worshipper of Vishnu. Do you understand? <laughs> he worships Vishnu, but he loves Krishna. So he's he's just distracted from his worship of Vishnu by Krishna. Does that sound familiar, Mohini? <laughs> What's your daughter's name? Naika. Naika? Okay. 
Okay, well, yes. Yeah. First of all, Narada Muni was there invisibly. Vyas was there visibly. But one of the reasons that Sukadev was uh, selected because he was naked. The implication of which is that in the eyes of the people in general, he represented an overtly an appearance that was overtly apparently spiritual and otherworldly. Vyas was a householder. It's mentioned in the Bhagavatam that when Vyas passed some ladies bathing in the lake, they covered themselves. When Sukadev came along the same path naked, they didn't cover themselves. So he had an overt appearance that common people would think he must be spiritual. He's naked and um, uh, sees no difference between genders between male or female. Vaishnavas, as you know, are not always, don't always appear overtly spiritual. Like, for example, well, Shiva appears overtly spiritual. 
he's meditating, he's dressed in ashes, right? Krishna, his deity, is dressed in silks, eating nice prasadam, and so forth. So Krishna's devotees, they may look like enjoyers in the context of providing enjoyment through service to Krishna. Hmm? And then the common people may not understand them to be renounced. Nie robić wrażenia osób uduchowionych z takiego zewnętrznego punktu widzenia. Na przykład, i tutaj można porównać ich na przykład z Shivą, który siedzi, medytuje, jest, jest jakby ubrany w popioły, jest Kryszna, który jest bóstwem. Ale baktowie Kryszny czasem wyglądają jak ci, którzy czerpią radość, są podmiotami radości w kontekście wykonywania dla służby dla tego, który jest odbiorcą radości i dla osoby z zewnątrz. Oni mogą w ogóle nie wyglądać jak osoby, które praktykują jakąś duchowość. So when the assembly saw him, they thought he sees no distinction between male and female. He solves the problem of material life. He must be liberated. We should hear from him. Płciami, co w świecie stanowi pewien problem, że jest osobą wyzwoloną i jest właściwym przez tą mówcą. And he was not traveling everywhere and giving lectures. Z drugiej strony też nie był to ktoś, kto wszędzie podróżuje i daje wykłady. He was not saying anything. On tak naprawdę nic nie mówił. Other people had so many suggestions for Sukadev as to how to, through their words, how to solve the problem. But the very person of Sukadev and his appearance spoke more uh, loudly as to the fact that he had actually realized the solution. He had transcended this, uh, the, these dualities, for example, of men and women, the attraction between which is said to be the shackles that bind us to the world. Ale sama postura, można powiedzieć, czy sposób zachowania Shukadewy, to, że nie, nie, nie czynił on różnic pomiędzy płciami, czyli jakby wzniósł się ponad takie okowy, które, w których jesteśmy trzymani w tym świecie, to samo przez, to już samo to było takim naocznym dowodem jego faktu, że był wyzwolony. So his person and appearance created a teachable moment. Więc jego, sam jego wygląd stworzył taką, taki moment, który mógłby, 
And he was an Atmarama speaking about the fact that Atmaramas become attracted to Krishna Lila. And also Krishna arranged it that Subhadev could do kirtan like this and perfect himself. What else? Yes. teaches in his Shikshastakam that the way to attain praying and to become a Mahatma is to chant the holy name of Krishna. With this state of mind, humility, tolerance. So, no. Uh, the idea that we should feel ourselves to be humble is not a teaching for the highest devotees, it's a teaching for devotees who want to come from unsteady practice to steady practice. Nie są to nauki dla tych baktów, którzy są zaawansowani. To uczenie, nauczanie pokory, zwracanie na nią uwagi, podkreślanie jest, jest przeznaczone dla baktów, którzy mają przejść od tego etapu Anishka do etapu Mishka. A steady, uninterrupted practice will bring taste and attachment. Do, do tej praktyki, która będzie stała, nieprzerwana i będzie dawać but I think that you have to look at what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was talking about from a metaphysical point of view rather than from a psychological point of view. Because if we look at it from a psychological uh, point of view, then we may misunderstand the humility that he speaks about as some type of um, neurotic condition. 
gdyż jeżeli będziemy mówić o tym, gdzie będziemy patrzeć na, na jego słowa z punktu widzenia psychologii, to taki stan pokory możemy od strony psychologicznej uznać za pewien rodzaj neurozy. You want to practice bhakti as far as possible from a psychologically balanced position. That's what we call sattva. I chcemy praktykować bhakti tak bardzo, jak jest to w naszym przypadku możliwe, ale robimy to stojąc na gruncie psychologicznego, psychologicznej harmonii, zbilansowania, co tak naprawdę nazywamy sattvą. If rather than being psychologically balanced and sufficiently influenced by sattva, we're influenced more by rajas and tamas, it will be more difficult to practice bhakti. Więc jeżeli nie będziemy zharmonizowani przez sattvę, będziemy bardziej pod wpływem rajasu czy tamasu, to wówczas praktyka bhakti będzie znacznie trudniejsza. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you have to look at the humility that's asked from, uh, spoken about by Mahaprabhu from a metaphysical perspective. Zatem ta pokora, o której mówi Mahaprabhu, powinieneś na nią właśnie popatrzeć z metafizycznego punktu widzenia. Otherwise, in the name of embracing it, you may suffer from lack of self-esteem and Suffer from depression. It doesn't mean that uh, if I'm humble, I can't be happy and proud to be a member, to be a humble member of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu society, feel good about myself. Uh, uh, and so forth. To, że jestem, że mogę być pokorny, nie znaczy, że nie mogę być szczęśliwy, ani że nie mogę być dumny z tego, że jestem członkiem całej społeczności Gaudium. Mabu is not saying you should beat yourself. You're bad, and and so forth, and. <laughs> Uh, like that, that that's not that We're going to feel happy. Happiness is a symptom of sattva. We're going to have knowledge. Hmm? Um, if you, if you, if the knowledge, for example, the samvanda gyan, hmm, is correct and properly understood, you are going to feel small and you're going to feel good about it. Because you're going to feel Krishna is so big in, a, in an affectionate way, his bigness is not in size, but in affection, in kindness, and ability to help us, and so forth. 
So you're going to feel very good about that, very happy about that, and um, at the same time, you're going to, with the experience of how affectionate Krishna is, how big he is, you're going to feel small in comparison. <coughs> Więc jeżeli, jeżeli po prostu stworzysz sobie odpowiednie warunki, które będą sprzyjać rozwojowi satwy, to naturalną rzeczą będzie też to, że, że będziesz szczęśliwy, bo jest to jeden z symptomów satwy, a także kolejnym symptomem jest to, że satwa daje wiedzę, a w kontekście Sambandagiany jeżeli będziesz się rozwijać, to to poczucie niższości, nazwijmy, czy znikomości nie wynika, a z drugiej strony poczucie wielkości Kryszny nie będzie stwarzać jakichś właśnie negatywnych stanów psychologicznych, dlatego że ta wielkość nie oznacza wielkości w sensie rozmiaru, ale wielkości uczuć że ja jestem znikomy, natomiast on jest wielki pod względem okazywania ogromu uczuć i miłości. Does that help? Czy to pomógł? And I think you should contrast the humility that Mahabharata was talking about with false pride. Like, I'm a big devotee. I'm very... Nobody else is better than me. Why are they doing... He's not following... Ktoś, czyli w przypadkach takich ktoś mówi, ja jestem wielkim baktą, a tutaj ktoś nie podąża tak samą tą ścieżką właściwie i tak dalej, tak dalej. Humble devotee thinks so many nice devotees they're better than me, I'm so lucky. A pokorny bakta myśli tak jest to tak wielu wspaniałych wielbicieli. Jestem po prostu, ja jestem wielkim szczęściarzem, że jestem ich towarzyskim. Jestem otoczony nauczycielami. I chodzącymi dobrymi przykładami. Jestem pokorny, jestem, wtedy myślę, nie jestem kwalifikowany, ale Otacza mnie dobry los. You feel small, but you feel good about yourself. Oczywiście jednocześnie znikomy czy mały, ale z drugiej strony masz czujesz się dobrze. And the proud devotee, he thinks just the opposite. A bhakta, który jest dumny, jest przeciwieństwem tego. He sees only one pure devotee. On widzi tylko jednego czystego wybiciela. Himself. Samego siebie. 
And the humble devotee sees many pure devotees. Everyone except for himself. Of course, there'll be degrees of this. And in the end, in praying, humility becomes synonymous with praying. This is the mature form of praying. It becomes the same as praying because it fosters praying and praying fosters it. Humility fosters praying and you grow in praying. And praying makes you feel humble and the humility makes your praying grow and it goes on forever. To jest takie wzajemne oddziaływanie. Pokora sprzyja rozwojowi premy. Prema zaś powoduje wzrost pokory, a ta z kolei pogłębianie premy. So the gopis, when Krishna left the Rasa dance, they went to look for him. They saw the trees, and they were bending over, and they thought, oh, the trees are such good devotees. Their Krishna came here and they bowed down to him. Hmm? But he left us. We must be proud. They saw his footprints on the earth and they thought, oh, he left us, but he stayed with the earth. He's, the earth is a better devotee than us. So this is the higher side of praying. And that humility made their praying grow, and the praying made humility come. Ta pokora nasiliła ich premę, która z kolei jeszcze bardziej czyniła je pokornymi. Sanatana Goswami wyjaśnia to w Brihad Bhagavatamrycie. But for us, as sadhakas, then maybe the better way to look at it is don't be proud. Ale może dla nas sadaków jakby lepszym sposobem postrzegania tego jest po prostu stwierdzenie nie bądź dumny. You don't have a problem with that, do you? Chyba nie masz z tym problemu, prawda? So, that's good. There are people who have a problem with that. Dobrze, bo są tacy, którzy mają z tym wiele problemów. Like you might have met some temple presidents like that. I don't know. Nie wiem, moglibyście na przykład dać, może spotkaliście kiedyś takich prezydentów świątyń. It's a big, it's a big, much bigger problem than what you have. To jest znacznie większy problem niż to, o czym ty mówisz. Pratishta, this is a huge problem. Pratishta to naprawdę ogromny problem. If you don't have an, it's just a, a problem with that, then you're you're doing doing good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Gurmaji always stressed that to practice bhakti is only required to have faith in bhakti. Mm. Unlike, for example, Gyan, where all the, also other things are required, like purity of heart. But when I read your commentary to third verse of Shikshashtaka about humility, it seems that uh, it's, it's impossible to practice bhakti without humility. Because he wrote, you, you were quoting this Sadhana uh, Goswami of Dhyantagatamarita, and he stated that this humility is prerequisite for practicing bhakti. Is what? Prerequisite. Prerequisite. So, it is really possible to practice bhakti without humility? Of course. Guru Mahatma Przeciwieństwie do wiary, gdzie wymagana od wiary jest na przykład czyste serca, że w przypadku bhakti wymagana jest tylko wiara. Ale w swoim komentarzu do, do trzeciego wersetu Szykszasztaki wydaje się, że praktycznie nierealne jest praktykowanie bhakti bez, bez pokory. I tam Gromarz cytuje właśnie Sadanego Samiego, który w swoim bagażu mówi, że, że jest to jakby taki warunek wstępny pokora. Moje pytanie jest takie, czy, czy jest realne praktykowanie fakty bez pokory, czy to również wraz z wiarą jest konieczne na pokory? When we get some bandhagyan, when we get the knowledge about Krishna and so forth, You can get that and not get a little humility. That it just comes naturally. Zdobywając wiedzę na temat Krishna Sambandagiana, no trudno jest nie rozwinąć sobie pokory. To jakby pojawia się naturalnie. So, in, in, in some ways, like I said, it's almost anonymous with bhakti. Więc ja, tak jak już powiedziałem, to jest niemalże synonimiczne z bhakti, jednoznacznie. That's why a proud devotee is very un, unbecoming. It is said to hear Bhagavatam, the, the qualification is to be non-envious. Still, we find sometimes the bodies have envy of other devotees. That's very, very unbecoming. So, it happens. But you may not be free from envy, still you may hear Bhagavatam. But to really hear it, then the more you are free from envy, the more you can hear it. So you you may not be very humble. Still you may practice bhakti. Bhakti should humble you. Then you'll be able to progress more readily in bhakti.
But had he said that, lack of envy and humility is found in Shraddha. That means that Shraddha is derived from Sambandagyan. And the way we say Shastriya Shraddha. Dlatego mówimy o czymś takim jak It's Shraddha or faith in the revelation. Faith in the dispensation of Shastra. So as much as you have faith in Shastra, and you understand it, then you are going to be someone who cultivates humility and non-enviousness. Therefore, if you're not doing that, the extent to which you have faith is in question, and thus your lack of eligibility. Być pod znakiem, dużym znakiem zapytania i co za tym idzie, twoje kwalifikacje. Okay. So I think we talked for a while and unfortunately I'm a little tired tonight uh, from the beginning. Trochę jestem dzisiaj zmęczony, rozmawialiśmy już całkiem spory czas. So I'm a little less animated perhaps than, than, than usual, but I appreciate the opportunity to sit with you and so are you coming tomorrow okay good I look forward to that Hare Krishna